funnels are the new lifeline for your any any business online. If you're using social media and you don't have a funnel system set up to catch new clients and get them into your pipeline, you're missing out. Head into the sponsor section below, fill your information, and we'll talk. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Hamster Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana and today we're here with Ken Gifford of Businessy Efficiency Experts. Welcome to the show, Ken. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. So tell me a lot about you, your business, where it all started, and uh, we'll kind of go from there. Uh, this is going to sound a little lame, but I still kind of view myself as a farmer because mm -hmm. I grew up on a farm and that's kind of my work ethic. Yeah. My wife gives me crap for it. It's like, you don't have to get up. And I'm like crawling out of bed at 430. D don't get me wrong. I'm not a morning person. I yeah. just force <laughs> myself to get up because it's heaven. Yeah. And uh, as far as my businesses go, I just kind of fell into them. With the consulting service, I started the biz fund first or business entertainment solutions and people were as i'm sitting there arranging things for them like oh crap this just went wrong and i don't know what to do and i was like well have you tried doing this wait why would this work well it worked for xyz reasons and this business does it this way and they have great results with it so you might want to try it mm -hmm. like oh i never thought of that thanks then someone started suggesting me to his friends, and he suggested me to his friends, and the next thing I know, I'm running around meeting people at coffee shops, Dunkin' Donuts, on construction sites, and just helping them get their business up and running a bit more efficiently. I help with uh, employee retention, help you try to save some money, or just recently, I'd like to really say this was all me, but a woman was trying to open a gym to help out the community, you know, for young people, and she didn't have any money. So I was like, well, have you tried looking here or looking here for grants and stuff like that? And she actually got Jean Shaheens to start making calls for her mm -hmm. to angel investors and stuff so that she could open up her gym. Wow. And all that came from a 20-minute conversation. That's pretty good. So I'm kind of proud of that. Yeah. So it's kind of like that helping hand to help businesses through the exactly. door. Exactly. I mean, no one knows it all. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I'll be like, oh, you want to meet? We can just talk. Well, I don't. No, no, we don't have to pay anything. Let's just get coffee. We'll throw stuff to a wall and see if something sticks. Yeah. And sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> Pretty good. I like it. So you had mentioned just a little bit in our pre-talk that you have a couple other things you do as well. You want to go over those a little bit? Uh, yeah, I mentioned it briefly. I do business entertainment solutions, mm -hmm. and that was also another thing I kind of uh, fell into. I have a friend who was in sales for 50 years, great guy, retired down to Florida. And uh, I was like, oh, I got this great idea. I'm going to do this, and then I can go visit all these places. I can write it off as a business expense, and I'll arrange it for people, and it'll just be a great retirement job. He's like, wow, that does sound awesome. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. So I hang up the phone with him, and a day later, I get a call from a friend that he told, and he was like, hey, I understand you do this. And I'm mm -hmm. like, um, no, but hang on. <laughs> <laughs> and not being one to ever turn down an opportunity, I literally started doing this for free for a while until I got my network going. Yeah. Yeah. So fill in a little bit of what you do. 
because you you kind of like I said you kind of told me a little bit and it's not, it's it's pretty unique. So uh, what I do is if you want to do client entertainment, take clients out, or if you're an upper level member, I'll even make reservations for you alone. Suppose you have five clients coming in, you want to take them out, show them a good time. I'll arrange breakfast, lunch, dinner, entertainment, drinks after, and even a night out on the lake if it's what you want. And all you have to do is show up. Everything's all taken care of. You get a text to confirm it. And it doesn't cost you anything as a basic member. So, yeah, that's pretty good. And the higher <laughs> level you go, you, well, here's the thing. It doesn't cost you anything as long as you get in with the local, with the time that I need. Yeah. But the higher you go in the membership, the less and less time you need until eventually it's seven hours. Yeah. And the more, or the higher you are in membership, the more perks you get. Okay. As it gets up there, I'll do things like find you contractors. Uh, one guy, I end up sending his wife flowers every year because he always forgets. I will find jewelry for your special event that you forgot, keepsakes for your clients, so on and so forth. Just all depending on what level of membership you have. Yeah. It's pretty cool because it's almost like being a, a personal assistant, almost. But, like, not just, like, for the business, but like for the person. person. Like you're the exactly. personal assistant. Yeah. And these people, it's not that they're dumb. It's just they don't have time. Yeah. I mean, my gold and platinum members are like CEOs and business owners. And it's not that, you know, oh, well, I, I, I can't figure out how to pick up the phone and call someone. It's I don't have time. Yeah. I'm like, well, I can do that for you. Yeah. And every service I use, I've vetted uh, half a dozen of these people I've worked for before. So, you know, I can vouch for their work quality. Yeah. So I'm not setting you up with, you know, uh, let me just check Craigslist. Yeah, sure. He sounds reliable. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a very interesting service because, um, especially one I wouldn't expect to see around here, out in like, you know, Miami, LA, I could definitely see that type of thing, you know, uh, like a professional in that area, but New Hampshire, it's pretty, it's pretty unique. I actually do have a guy working for me down in Florida who does this. Yeah. And he's retired and he's actually the one who told a bunch of his sales friends about it so I'm like hey yeah you're helping me yeah, <laughs> yeah it's pretty cool we like said it's it's unique to the area and it's it's because it kind of has like a i don't want to say high class feel to it but like you said as you get up there ceos um people with quite a bit more money who are just busy would need something like that because quite often if you're only job you have one job go home spend time with your couple of kids you know probably wouldn't need the services of well you might but <laughs> you know but uh i could see that specialty so i guess that's pretty cool and it's also for uh a lot of real estate agents yeah. use the first level just because oh well i got some clients they're coming in they want to look at a house here and here and can you just arrange me to eat at a restaurant somewhere around this area yeah sure no problem hmm i like that yeah so you're like you're like the guy everyone wants to know. Exactly. <laughs> no one ever remembers my name, so it's oh yeah yeah he's the guy in the hat. Yeah. That's why wherever I go, I keep the hat on because otherwise no one recognizes me. It's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. You got to know with the hat. I like it. That's pretty good. <laughs> and then uh, so outside of this, you also mentioned a nonprofit that you're 
work on yeah, Gap and Run? Yeah, I'm working on starting a charity, Harmony Farms, Yes. for people with PTSD or ch kids with autism and stuff like that, because mm -hmm. I myself have pretty severe ADD. Mm -hmm. So I grew up on a farm, and whenever I was in the barn, the horses kind of chilled me out. It was weird. I couldn't sit still for five seconds, study a book, but put a brush in my hand, and I could groom a horse for hours. Yeah. And it's actually meditative, soothing, and there have been a lot of studies with equine and people who have various disabilities, anxiety, PTSD, ADD, all that, and they help significantly more than a large chunk of medications and without the side effects. So Yeah just some of my experience and I want to help other people experience that too. That's pretty good. So yeah, you had mentioned earlier that, you know, you're a farmer only in, <laughs> in habit, but not really because you're still, you know, looking at doing some of those same things. So it's pretty cool. I try. Uh, <laughs> you know, thing is you try to arrange all of it, you try to get it to s squeeze all of this stuff into one day. So, yeah, if anyone wants to sponsor, feel free to hit me up on Facebook. I could use the help. <laughs> yeah, and that's actually a question I was about to ask, is how do you keep all those plates spinning at the same time? Because that's a lot of work, you know, being the go-to guy for, you know, all the important people and still trying to run essentially a non-profit and a business at the same time. <laughs> well, number one, this is going to sound like I'm sucking up, and I am a little, but I have a beautiful woman who supports me in everything I do, so yeah. that helps a lot. Yeah. And I drink enough caffeine to kill most people. Okay, I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say I have this really special, super secret organization technique. No, I just don't sleep much. I drink a lot of caffeine, and I take a lot of notes. That's good. It's pretty good. <laughs> oh man that's too funny so is it is it really just kind of uh what, what i typically would ask is something like how you come up with the ideas but you kind of mentioned you just kind of stumble into them but when you get these ideas how do you decide that yeah this is the one i want to run with i think i get an idea and i look into it a little bit mm -hmm. and if i put it down and forget about it it wasn't that important. Yeah. If I don't sleep for three nights and I'm staying up researching it and I'm trying to find ways to make this work and like with the charity, I'm looking up uh, houses that have enough land with it. Some have barns, some don't. Well, what if I did this? Or what if I did that? Well, how about this? And next thing I know, it's like two days later. I haven't slept and I've drank <laughs> enough caffeine to kill at least six people. My wife is like, so you got another idea? I'm like, yes, dear. Th this one's good, though. Yeah, I can tell. You haven't left that chair. Yeah. So if I can't put it down, I run with it because obviously it's something I'm passionate about yeah and I like the way you just explain that whole situation because your wife just sounds much nicer than mine but very similar <laughs> uh, situations that I've been in, in the past with you know businesses and ventures and stuff like that and it's like oh you, you got something else right it's like yeah <laughs> haven't seen you in a week yeah <laughs> I'm not quite that bad yet and when I get that bad she, or when I start getting that bad she kind of lets me know mm. So, yeah, <laughs> I keep all the plates spinning, and like I was telling you before with the consulting thing, some people I'll talk to, I won't even collect a fee. It's just yeah. because I like doing it. I like establishing connections. I like meeting people. I like yeah. helping people. So if you're passionate about it and you enjoy it, it's not really work. You're kind of just doing what you love. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
Cool. So we're going to take a quick break for the sponsors. Everyone, hold on. Now, you guys have heard me talk about project quoting for months now. It's an awesome service for you as a landscaper, uh, you know, lawn workers, anything in those realms of needing to look at the outside of a property, roofing, fencing, pesticides, you name it. But what I haven't mentioned is the competition. So all of Project Quoting's competition will run you up to, you know, hundreds of dollars to get set up. Plus the services themselves are very expensive. For us, $39.99 a month, and you're getting all of the services of the competitors for a fraction of the price. For people who kind of want to get into, like you said, it's their passion, they want to do it. How do they, I guess, get the courage to jump in when you, you clearly have that down. <laughs> but some people get paralyzed by, you know, oh, is it going to work, blah, blah, blah. How do you get through that little step? Same way I told someone to actually suck it up and commit to a relationship. Yeah. You look at it, well, what's the worst that can possibly happen? Okay, I do this, and it doesn't work, and the bills pile up for a month, and I get a second job bartending. I get a second job doing landscaping. I do whatever, and I work my way out of it, and I found something that didn't work. Yeah. And everyone's scared to fail. I mean, I get it, but I don't. Because if you look at some of the greatest things we've ever done, like, we've explored space, but we blew up a lot of rockets before we did it. I mean, we failed. And not just a little, we failed epically. Yeah. So don't be afraid to fail. Because the thing is with failing, you learn something from your failure. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many things I've started and it just crashed. Belly flopped, <laughs> like crashed and burned, disintegrated. I'm not even sure how I failed so epically. Yeah. But I did. I failed. But in the process of failing, I learned, okay, this works. This doesn't. These are good people to know. So when I want to start this again, I know, don't do this. Try this. And go talk to this person. Hmm. I mean, failing sucks and we all have this huge fear of rejection. Yeah. I mean, I, I know I ain't got to tell you, you're married. How, how nervous were you when you proposed the question? I mean, I'm pretty sure you were 98% sure about the answer, but you probably had that little nagging doubt in the back of your brain. What if she says no? Oh, God, where do I go from there? Yeah, it's funny. Um, <laughs> oh, that's too good. And what was I going to say? So for those times you had kind of mentioned, you know, we start up, we fail, we do that type of stuff. Are there any things looking back that you would do to kind of maybe help mitigate the failures off the bat? This is going to sound awful, <laughs> but don't listen to your friends. Yeah. Unless they're experts in that field, do not listen to them. Okay. I actually had a uncle who was a multi, multi-millionaire by the time he was 28. Mm -hmm. Like, guy knew what he was doing. He also had seven ex-wives by the time he was 28. Yeah. And my mom actually told me, if he ever gives you advice on money, listen. If he gives you advice on women, ignore him. Yeah. So, yeah, if you have a friend who's an expert in a field, of course, listen to him, whatever. But your friends mean well, but chances are they haven't done the research you have. They aren't passionate about it. They're not committed to making it work. Yeah. yeah it's good advice, and it's something that comes up a lot. You know, I've seen it. You know, just on my end, because I just talk to businesses all the time, and 
that your friends will railroad ideas so fast, either from doubt, uh, miserably poor advice, <laughs> you know, because you already said, you know, the people that handle money all the time are people you want financial advice from. You know, you don't take entrepreneurial advice from people who've never started a business. You know, it's kind of, exactly. you know, yeah, I get that. And everyone's ridiculously down on starting your own business, and yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. I talked to a friend of mine, he was like, ah, I want to invest $1,000 in my business. And I went, mm-hmm. so what are you going to do? I've got to become a landscaper. I want to get a truck, I want to do this, I want to do that. And I'm like, good for you, go for it. Landscape market's booming, especially in New Hampshire right now. Yeah. People are like, oh, that's a horrible idea. You should go to college instead. And I'm like, oh, that's the worst idea ever. <laughs> I'm not knocking college, but all I'm saying is, you're not okay with him spending a thousand dollars for something that might fail, versus getting eighty thousand dollars in student loans, and having just a little chance of success. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I am knocking college for you that are listening. Uh, <laughs> But you're right. It's not for everyone. Yeah, and I think there are very special cases where college is important. And I think a lot of times it's overhyped a lot to a point where it's actually kind of ridiculous. (laughs) I only go because they pay me to go. You know, I get paid a lot of money to go to school (laughs) because I was in the military. And other than that, I wouldn't do it because it actually just hurts you entrepreneurial-wise in the long run. But... Yeah, this is me. That's my two cents there. <laughs> well, let's face it. You, you don't want to uh, sit there with your surgeon and have him being like, it's okay. I watched a lot of YouTube videos yeah. on this. Yeah, and that's one of the areas where it's okay to, you know, go to college. You know, like you're, yeah, you're, if you're going to be working on the inside of my body, I kind of want you to know how to be a surgeon, right? But if you're going to pick up and, you know, I'm going to be a landscaper, you don't need to go to college for that. Maybe take some business classes to learn how to run a business if you wanted to do that end of it. But most you don't need to go four years to get liberal arts degree to learn how to pull weeds. Exactly. Yeah, There's I a know. lot of careers you don't need degrees for. It's stupid. I don't know why they do it. But whatever. I guess that's just me. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so kind of off topic there. But <laughs> but uh, yeah. So anyway, um, people that want to reach out with you, kind of get in touch. You know. Ex- extend your network like you were talking about how do they do it uh best way to reach me is through facebook mm-hmm. i mean i would say the phone but i'm on the freaking thing nine times out of ten <laughs> <laughs> so yeah reach out through facebook shoot me a message even if you just want to talk on facebook about what you're doing what you think you're doing wrong or you want to tell me what you're doing and i'll throw ideas at you yeah. see whether or not i can improve your business i mean worst case scenario you look into it it doesn't work Best case scenario, we look into it, it works, and I now know another successful business owner. Yeah. It's kind of a win-win situation for both of us. (laughs) Absolutely. Pretty cool. Anything else you want to go over real quick for uh, kind of head out? Just two things. I said it before and I'll say it again. Just don't be scared of failing. Yeah. I mean, that is the biggest thing. I'm actually good friends with some multimillionaires, and they told me, bunch of times if they had stopped because they were scared they would have never made it this far yeah cool awesome so thank you guys so much for watching uh we're gonna roll we're gonna can't even talk we're gonna roll out with the last word from our sponsors and then i'll see y'all next time if you're looking for a cost-effective way of advertising in new hampshire reach out to the new hampshire business show the link is in the description below just fill your information and i will reach out to you 
Um, we have multiple packages available, all from CPM and CPA, which if you, when you reach out, I will explain the differences and we will find an option that's suitable for you.